Scott, yeah, come right on up. Had Scott share with us this morning a few weeks ago. You know, he has shared with us oh, several months back. And a few weeks ago, I said, Scott, you have anything else to say? And he says, Yeah, I do. He said, Just tell me when. So a few weeks ago, I said, May 1st is when. So here he is. And we're glad to have him here. On the right day. Yeah, exactly. I'd like to pray with you before we start. Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you we can be here. Right now, I just pray that you would give Scott the words to speak, that your message would come through him. And as the word is open, we would all hear what you have for us today. We just ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. I guess first things first. Um, wise man told me that, or reminded me actually, in two days, it's me and Emmy's 20th wedding anniversary. So I just want to say, Emmy, I love you, and I just pray for at least 20 more. Um, but yeah, I was, so Levi called me and asked, and you never really know what you're going to, at least me, what I'm going to say. So you kind of read, you look at things, and really kind of what, what I ended up with is the messengers of God. And I kind of picked that because, honestly, am I listening all the time? So what, <clears throat> It's something I need to get better at. So I just kind of started with uh, what are some of the messengers of God. And it's really the, you know, you have God, you have us created in his image. But there is there is the other layer that we have in there. Uh, spiritual beings act as attendants, uh, agents or messengers of God. It's a Greek translation uh, from a Hebrew word meaning messenger is angelos is where we get angels. Uh, they're kind of the spiritual counterpart counterparts of biblical prophets, human biblical prophets. Uh, they both uh, function as messengers of God. And so then it was the wind. So probably the first day of creation. Uh, definitely before the seventh day of creation. If you go to Genesis 2.1, uh, says, Thus the heavens and the earth and all the host of them were finished. So they've been there from the beginning. Uh, they're immortal spiritual be- beings. They're going to be there at the end. We see them in Revelation. And so they're, they're there with us. Um, they're also images of God. Uh, one person described them as, they look like us, but just a bit more impressive. So we're going with that. Um, and there's the holy angels and the fallen angels. I'm really just sticking with the, the holy angels this time. Um, like I said, they're, they're images of God. They are more impressive. But we do not worship and we do not pray to angels. And I just wanted to mention the fallen angels. Um, so we're not deceived by them. I feel like their messages are very clear at times. It's very easy for them to distract us in the spiritual warfare. So when we're living our lives that um, have all these distractions at times, that's kind of where it came from. You, I mean, you have the cell phones, you have just all these things going on. Am I taking the time to spend and listen to what God or his messengers are trying to tell me. Um, 
said, how many, and in the Bible, there's 108 in the Old Testament references and 165 in the New Testament. Like I said, I'm not going to hit on all 273. So um, the angels names, we know some of them. So Gabriel, God is my power. The Archangel Michael, who is like God. And really they're there to guide and to serve uh, God's people. Then I kind of got into the how many. And one description is multitudes. Uh, so if we go, if you look at Matthew 26, uh, verse 53, that is in the betrayal and arrest in uh, Gethsemane. Uh, and this one's red, so we know what that means. It says, or do you think that I cannot uh, now pray to my father and he will provide me with more than 12 legions of angels. So a Roman, if you go at the time, a Roman legion is 6,000 soldiers. So if you do the 6,000 times 12, so 72,000. So he can pray to his father and 72,000 angels will be there at his side. Basically, there is no human force on earth. That would have taken Jesus against his will. But there's not a one. Jesus went of his own will. He went up. He he did this for us of his own will when he went to the cross and washed away our sin. Then it was thinking. So how basically how powerful is one angel? And that's in Isaiah 37 uh, verse 36. This says, then the angel of the Lord went out and killed in the camp of the Assyrians one hundred and eighty five thousand. And when people arose in the morning, there were the corpses all dead. So one angel in a camp of the Assyrians, which are basically battle hardened warriors. So there is great power in his messengers. Uh, and, and the way he uses them. So that kind of made made sense. He went of his own will. And when Peter grabbed the sword and cut off the guard's ear and, and Jesus said, OK, Peter, you can put away your sword. It kind of makes more sense to me when I look at it that way. He's like, Jesus says, I have it covered. And, and I'm doing this of my own will. Um, so his messengers, they also they join us in worship. And I do think we have talented uh, people and beautiful music here. But just imagine legions of angels singing along with us when we worship. Um, so in Hebrews 12, 22 through 24, it says, But you have come to Mount Zion, to the heavenly Jerusalem, the city of the living God. You have come to thousands upon thousands of angels in joyful assembly, to the church of the firstborn, Whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God, the judge of all men, to the spirits of righteous men made perfect, to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word uh, than the blood of Abel. So you have come to thousands upon thousands of angels in joyful assembly. So they're with us. Uh, They're worshiping right along with us because they still... Um, worship the same God we do. 
they administer God's protection and deliver God's plan. Uh, so Daniel 6, 21 through 23 says, Daniel answered, O king, live forever. My God sent his angel and he shut the mouths of the lions. They have not hurt me because I was found innocent in his sight, nor have I ever done any wrong before you, O king. The king was overjoyed and gave orders to lift Daniel out of the den. And when Daniel was lifted from the den, no wound was found on him because he had trusted in his God. They also bring God's deliverance. Um, so this is Acts 12, 6 through 11. It says, and when... Uh, Herod was about to bring him out that night. Peter was sleeping, bound with two chains between two soldiers, and the guards before the door uh, were keeping the prison. Now behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him, and a light shone in the prison, and he struck Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise quickly. And his chains fell off his hands. Then the angel said to him, Gird yourself and tie on your sandals. And so he did. And he said to him, Put on your garment and follow me. So he went out and followed him and did not know that what was done uh, by the angel was real, but thought he was seeing a vision. When they were past the first and second guard post, they came to the iron gate that leads to the city, which opened them uh, to them of its own accord. And they went out and went down one street and immediately the angel departed from him. So angels will come. And knock you on the side to let you know it's time to go. We got we got something to do. It's not always that uh, that obvious. Uh, and then I had a few times of just some of the guidance they've given to people, um, and, and some of the, like the announcements they've made. Um, so Matthew one eighteen twenty five says now the birth of Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. When Joseph, her husband, being just a man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in his dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son and you shall call his name Jesus, for she will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through his prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took him from his wife and did not know her till she had brought forth their firstborn born son. And he called his name Jesus. So Joseph was kind of unsure what to do at the time. But God sent his messenger to provide that guidance to Joseph and, and help him along that, that path. Uh, also have Matthew 28, 2 through 4. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it. His countenance was like lightning. And his clothing as white as snow. And the guards shook for fear of him and became like dead men. 
But the angel answered and said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come see and place uh, the place where the Lord lay, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead, and indeed he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. So they went out quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to bring his disciples word. So I'd say that's definitely a time people were scared, not for sure what's going on. But he sent a messenger to tell the women um, he was crucified. He's risen. You do not need to be afraid. Uh, Also have Luke 2, 8 through 14. It says, now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, do not be afraid, uh, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, cloths laying in a manger. And suddenly there was uh, with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest in the earth and on earth. Peace, goodwill towards men. So he's he sent this to the shepherds at the time, the lowest of the low. Uh, you know, I. I I would probably be a shepherd at that time. I think I can consider myself the lowest of the low. Um, so he'll speak to me. He's He went on the cross for me. So am I, you know, am I listening to what he's trying to tell me? Um, now, there were the human messengers also, um, prophets, and kind of just... The end for me is God spent 25 years working Abraham, uh, working with Abraham before he could give him his promised son. Uh, he worked 13 years in Joseph's life, putting him through various testings before he could put him on the throne of Egypt. And he spent 80 years preparing Moses for 40 years of service uh, with the disciples. Uh, he had three years of training and trying to build their character. So. Basically, what am I, what are we, you know, what are we doing preparing to serve our God? Um, like I said, this world is full of distractions. We, we took the kids to the zoo Tuesday. We hadn't been there for quite a while. And so Emmy's driving, driving along, and you see people, one hand on the wheel, and there was actually one holding the cell phone up trying to drive. That's how easily distracted we are as a people. I mean, it, that's a pretty important thing, driving a couple-ton vehicle down the road. So that's that was just kind of my message to myself. And, and the one thing about when you come up here and get to speak, you kind of get to talk about what interests you. Um, so that that's really all I have today. Um, like I said, it interests me. Hopefully it interests you guys. Maybe you can do some reading um, this week. Like I said, I, did, I didn't get into the, the other side, the angels. I'm probably going to look into that here a little bit because they, I do believe their message is easier for us to see.
I believe we get distracted. It's just they make it easier for us um, in that spiritual warfare. If you don't, if you want references, I'll definitely give them to you. What I use today, I know some people try to write them down, but let me know. I'll get them to you. Um, otherwise, thanks for letting me be up here.